2: Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, I'm attempting to recap Village of the Angels, but I am in uh, tangent hell because I'm scared of the episode, so I keep going off into tangents almost deliberately. <laughs> like, you know, when you... um, Here's one now. Uh, you <laughs> know when you've got like something that you've got to do that is kind of like you know like your work or something important you've got to hand in for uni or whatever it is um so you clean the entire house um and decide you're going to rearrange uh your entire bookshelf um anyway that's the place i'm at with this episode um not because i don't want to do it but because i'm scared (laughs) Of the angels I mean I'm so scared It's bringing up Tragic childhood memories uh, Like I did in the last episode um, Alright um, So we've We've left Belle On the planet Waiting for You know Someone to come and help And get her to something uh, Which we know they're not And uh, we go back to the doctor Who's at Jericho's place And finds a rock um and some broken glass on the ground so obviously someone's thrown it through the window so she sonics it um jericho walks in and he's fascinated by the sonic screwdriver of course uh and then he's furious about the rock being thrown through his window and he's like Well, oh, i'm gonna have a word to them and he goes and wrenches the front door open and the doctor's like no, no 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 don't um and there are heaps of weeping angels at the front door heaps of weeping angels like a lot um, so the Doctor slams the door And Sonic's it And says Lock everything And as they're going around The house trying to lock windows There's angels at every single window um, So the Doctor explains Weeping Angels to Jericho You know They're quantum locked They can't move When you're looking at them But then they're ultimately powerful And it's all terrifying um, I mean that's, that's the biggest problem With the Weeping Angels Is that They're such a great concept But they require a lot of explanation If you've never seen the show before But I think This this episode has managed really well with that. Like, I think Maxine Alderton is because she wrote the um haunting of the village Diodati. Uh, <laughs> I keep saying it like that. Um, but yeah, I think she's done a great job writing on this one as well. Um, so because it's terrifying, just like that one was with the spooky Cyberman. Um so, the uh, after the Doctor explains all the Weeping Angels, Claire comes down uh, from the bathroom where she's been looking at her Weeping Angel wings and tells the Doctor that she's psychic. Hi. Um, and all the images she saw. And, uh, like, you know, she saw the TARDIS and the Weeping Angels and things and all this sort of stuff. Um, uh, and... She said she's been there in nineteen sixties some in the sixties for two years since the angel got her on the street in episode one just after she saw the doctor, who she didn't even know if there were all these visions she was having was real, and then she saw the doctor and was like, Oh, that's a real thing. This is all gonna happen, and then she got sucked into the sixties by the angel. Um I know it's Quite spooky uh, So Jericho comes down He's locked the back door And the doctor asks if there's a television And then there's a big crash um, And they the angels have smashed through a door It looks amazing Like they're just standing there all still um, And the door is all busted It's at a crazy angle um, By the way, reading my notes I'm getting confused whether that said crazy angel or crazy angle <laughs> angle um and the, there's a light bulb swinging um so the doctor says the house is defendable and uh, they need to go to the basement so off they go oh my god it's so good angels busting through a door and all you see is the the detritus and the and they're just all standing there like almost like you know <laughs> you know when a cat's done something bad you hear a smash and you go in and there's like a vase on the floor and the cat is just sitting on the mantelpiece like what I'm um, standing stock still. I couldn't have possibly have done that. Um, I swear, one of my favourite things, because I'm allergic to cats so I can't have a cat um, and I can't really be around them, but I love watching them on the internet, smashing things, um, just pushing stuff off shelves, like just with that kind of nonchalant, like, no, that doesn't belong there. <laughs> um, and then popping up from holes and attacking dogs. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the less said about my need to watch cat videos, the better. Um, So, (laughs) uh, Claire has a newspaper article uh, that she's uh, got from the future because she Googled the village when she was having the premonitions of the village. And in the newspaper, it says everyone in that village vanished on that day, on that November day in uh, 1967. Um, But it also happened in 1901. Um, So, this village has been cleared out twice. Uh, So, the doctor goes upstairs and Claire just stands there and starts rubbing her eye. And then sand or grit is kind of coming out of her eye in like a great big torrent. turning into an angel so she kind of wipes it off the couch cushions because you know like you do um meanwhile yaz and dan have been sucked into the past by an angel uh and yaz says the little girl might be there so they should look and the village is abandoned but thankfully it's daytime um because we're getting a little oppressive in the dark there uh there are chickens on a table in a house they go into and they're listening to a gramophone that's come to the end of the record i don't think the chickens are deliberately listening to it i don't think they put their gramophone on and went no we only like the bit where it's At the end Um, (laughs) You never know That could be what chickens are into Uh, By the way, at the start of these shows When I say hello chickens, these are the ones I'm talking to (laughs) These specific chickens in 1901 Listening to a gramophone record that has run out Um, (laughs) Hello chickens (laughs) Uh, Even though I have been doing this podcast since before this episode was thought of uh, I have been speaking to those chickens in the future of the broadcast but they're in 1901 so technically in the past none of this makes sense to me uh i'm just speaking um again as you can tell uh procrastinating because i'm scared of the angels Um yes looks around at the gramophone I mean she takes it off the thing cuz it's annoying uh and says that must be early 20th century and Dan's like are we stuck here like how do we get back um and then the little girl turns up and says everyone is gone this is Peggy uh who's gone missing and she tells them the angels are there too and they've got everyone um and the angels told her they'd leave her alone now she says they put the like thoughts in her head Uh, And she says, we mustn't leave the village because you can't go beyond the sign. So, she takes them to the edge of the village where the sign is. And they're in outer space. Like, there's just like their village comes to a stop and then it just goes off like a cliff. And they're just floating in outer space. Um, And the angels apparently told Peggy it was a quantum extraction. Uh, Then uh, Peggy's aunt and uncle Or great aunt and great uncle Are still looking for her at night in the 60s Um, And the town sign Like that we just saw in 1901 Falls over Like it's just tipped off a cliff or something Um, Gerald starts moaning about Peggy Not listening to him uh, And his wife chastises him for never saying anything nice to her Uh, And then they get to the edge of the village And they're in outer space too oh dear and there's an angel behind them uh, and he's like oh, well someone's obviously stolen that from the churchyard we better take it back and she's like what? It's, how are you going to lift it? he goes well someone obviously got it here maybe it's not that heavy and he bends over to pick it up and he gets sent to nowhere um, so auntie freaks out and uh, when she blinks the angel goes oh scary face and then she's gone as well <sighs> then the woman who was sending the notes comes and gives the angel the stink eye <laughs> <laughs> i mean we know what's going on there because we've seen it before but it's like why why are the angels ignoring her and why does she get to give them the stink eye why is she angry at them but now we know um so jericho uh in the cellar bolts the door uh they've gone downstairs, and the doctor has set up the television which she's sonicking and it's now showing what is happening in the main part of the house oh because before when she was talking at mile a minute as she does um she was wrapping some kind of rainbow colored wire or something um around the stairs uh so obviously she was setting up some sort of camera thing um the bits of paper with the angel drawing on them are flying about the grate in the unlit fireplace uh and they rejoin themselves like a self-solving jigsaw puzzle oh my god what wouldn't you give for a self-solving jigsaw puzzle (laughs) I mean, it would take all the fun out of it. Like, have you ever played a computer jigsaw puzzle? Like, they're no fun because it's like, well, I'm just going to keep double clicking things and they'll just pop into the right space. It's just uh, a self-solving jigsaw puzzle. It's Only an angel could take the fun out of a jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) They're terrifying and they've ruined jigsaws. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um It's it's very spooky. Um, Anyway, I have blathered on, again, too much about self-solving jigsaws. And now we are, once again, in the middle of the music and at the end of the episode. All right. More from the village of the angels in the next episode. Maybe.